Welcome to the My Amazon Guy podcast. This is your host, Stephen Pope. And today I'm going to be talking about hiring for Amazon, specifically why you need to hire technicians instead of marketers. So I'm a marketer by trade. Um, In my first podcast, I give a lengthy experience story about my decade of experience selling online, specifically in e-commerce. And, and that kind of journey. Uh, I would consider myself a marketer who understands tech, but I would not say I am a technician. Now, I, I run an eight-person agency called My Amazon Guy, and there's a lot involved in running a company, everything from finance, operations, and marketing. Uh, but by default, I would say I'm a marketer. So I'm coming into this hitting against my own background, just for perspective. I feel like Amazon is a game of selling. Um, or it's, a, it's like a game of finding where's Waldo. So you need a technician to go out and find Waldo. And each page in that book is a different setting to try and find Waldo. Sometimes there's lots of red and blue and white. And maybe he's in a volcano one time. And maybe another time he's at Disneyland. Whatever it might be. You get the idea if you've seen a where's Waldo book. That's Amazon. A marketer is better at running the same playbook over and over again. Like they don't turn the page. Uh, marketers are really good at driving traffic and improving conversion rates. That's, that is their playbook. A technician can troubleshoot anything. You can throw any problem at them and say, hey, go solve this. Your Amazon company is going to be way more successful if they hire technicians. And, and so just to get, you know, a little... Uh, you know, vernacular in here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read off the definition of a marketer and a technician according to Google here. So marketer, a person or a company that advertises or promotes something. Fully agree with that definition. Technician, a person skilled in the technique of an art or craft. And in this case, our art or craft is selling on Amazon. So they're skilled um, and, and they know how to go through some of those things. So I am going to grant you that a marketer is going to be better at a handful of things. They're going to be better at content production, communication, taking a sales call, shooting promotional videos, creating promotions and coupons, knowing when to do them, and probably project management. So I'm going to grant you that a marketer is going to be better at those things. But in my opinion, it's way easier to hire for what I just outlined as a marketer. I think it's way easier to find a talent pool who can go build content production. And quite frankly, it's probably easier to outsource that kind of stuff anyway. A technician is not an easy hire and it's not uh, an easy outsourced hire either. So let's talk about where's Waldo. And I'm going to give you dozens of examples of why I have had way more success hiring technicians than I've had hiring marketers. So I've got a team of eight and Um, you know, maybe first I should talk about like how I find talent. So here's a couple of websites to think about when you're out trying to hire talent. So first of all, my favorite is betterteam.com. That website, uh, integrates with every platform from Indeed to LinkedIn and everything in between. And it basically is a very wide pool of talent. So my only, uh, only downside is it's kind of local talent. So In my opinion, you don't need to have somebody physically on premise. I think that if you're looking for talent, 
and you can make a remote hire, you're better off. And most of the private labelers out there, the side hustlers who are listening to this, you know, they don't have a physical location anyway. Corporations, though, are, are mired in must-have talent inside the building. And they, they really need to get away from that. They need to, they need to make smarter hires. You, you're going to have a more cost-effective hire. Go hire somebody in the boonies who's going to be loyal to you because they can't find another remote job. And, and they're going to be better talent because they can't find a better job that pays better anyway. So you're going to get a more affordable hire, hire somebody remote and do that. So my favorite's betterteam.com. Um, so I've, I have had success in hiring off that. Uh, LinkedIn uh, is, is probably too expensive in reality, but I have had a great hire off LinkedIn. And uh, that was a really good hire that was very, very technical. Um, they even taught themselves how to build websites while working for me. Very great. Um, places you can look about is uh, local community, church, referrals, past companies you've worked at. Um, and, and although I haven't cracked this one, I'm a big believer that you can get a talent pool in, in the, uh, you know, use a baseball metaphor in the box, so to speak, or on deck, your local community college. So I haven't got that one to work because most of the community colleges are like, hey, go use this portal and post your job there. And quite frankly, the adoption rates of that's not worth your time. Um, and I forget the name of that portal. Most colleges are using it these days, but man, I, you know, my view counts on that was like 10 tops out of for two months, 10 views. Yeah. Forget that. It's not even worth posting, but you go post on betterteam.com, And I'm telling you within 90 days, you can have a thousand applications. Uh, you could, you could make your hire within a week with that number of applications coming in. All right. So let's, so, so I do believe you can find technicians. So what I recommend is hire somebody with a bachelor's degree in IT. I don't even care what IT uh, background they have. doesn't matter if they build websites. doesn't matter if they can code. It's irrelevant. You're looking for somebody who can troubleshoot complicated situations and that they're good working by themselves. That's a, ta- that's a tactical technician by definition and their background. Very easy to spot them in the wild. Now, harder to hire for them, harder to talk through and interview with them. Um, but here are some examples of why I think Amazon's a Where's Waldo. Have you ever dealt with brand registry before? Enough said. I don't even have to go into detail. That Even just uttering the phrase brand registry like makes my skin crawl because it is so freaking buggy. If you've ever changed the brand name on a listing, you know what I'm talking about. You ever had trouble applying A plus content and they're like, hey, your item's not associated to your brand? That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. That takes sometimes weeks for us as an agency, professional experts to fix. Not easy work, probably on the more complicated side. The other most complicated thing is parentage. Now, parentage is the connection of variations. Uh, You got child products and parent products. And so just think of like a t-shirt in multiple sizes and colors. So that is the most complicated technical work that we do within an Amazon catalog because you have to upload an Excel sheet. And in that Excel sheet, you connect all the data and you map the attributes, et cetera. Uh, Somebody who has a technical background is way more likely to embrace reading the code and the requirements of that template and uploading it correctly. And by the way, anytime you upload that Excel template to Amazon, do not forget set partial update in that update column, or you will override your data, especially if you're not doing a full data upload. Number one mistake. I, I have a list of, um, 
of rules while working at my Amazon guy. And number one on that list, the cardinal number one rule is make sure you set partial update anytime you do a load. Because if you don't, you're gonna wipe out some data and data wiping will cause sales loss. You can strand inventory. Speaking of stranded inventory, there's another Waldo. You ha- anytime an item strands, it can happen for a variety of different reasons. It could be a detail page removal. Maybe uh, Amazon says you got shark cartilage in your beauty product and you're like, what, what the heck? What's shark cartilage? Or, or, or hey, uh, you ever had an item removed because of pesticides? Yeah, I sell tweezers, but uh, I had to go pass a test uh, to pass pesticides test because there was a keyword that was some some algorithm or 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 uh, robot picked up and said, "Hey, you can't sell pesticides on Amazon without passing our gating test." Ridiculous stuff like that. Those are the Waldos. You got to have a technician to go solve. Uh, detail page removals are painstaking. You have to send emails and cases and you have to articulate things a very particular way and say, hey, reinstate my listing for XYZ reasons. Might be because you had a prohibitive substance or maybe you mentioned a keyword that they're not happy with or maybe you have a trademark infringement and you can't use that phrase within your your copy. All right, so switching subjects a little bit. Logistics. So... I dare you, if you've got a marketer on your staff who's never worked in Amazon before, and you're interviewing them and say, hey, have you ever built an LTL shipment before? And they're going to look at you with a deer in the blank staring eyes. And they're going to be like, what are you talking about? Now, mind you, no technician is going to have that LTL background either. But the difference is, is the technician will be like, hey, that's another jigsaw puzzle. I'm curious. Let me go figure that one out. To a marketer, though, it's going to be overwhelming for them. And I know this because I'm a marketer and doing things with my hands and, and, and do troubleshooting things like that, it's painstaking for me. It's very difficult for my head to wrap around it. Now, I'm a great troubleshooter for a marketer um, background, but I shine in doing marketing things, growing traffic, improving conversion rates, thinking about consumers and what their backgrounds are and how to sell more products to more people more often for more money. That's me. That's a marketer. But now if you told, you know, that tech technician to go out to the warehouse and build a pallet, hey, we're going to stock out on this. The warehouse is behind. Go help them catch up. They're going to have a way better attitude too, uh, I think, most likely. Liquidation. So a marketer may have some experience with liquidation, but a tactician or a technician, they're going to be like, hey, I wonder how I can quickly move this inventory. What are my options? And they're going to think, well, I could go call a bunch of liquidators that's probably what the marketer is going to want to do. The technician, um, and then maybe the marketer will think, hey, maybe we can do a price reduction. I think the technician, though, will be like, what if we altered the code to do something where we get more visitors from XYZ reasons or whatever? And they, you know, and, and here's an example. I listened to a podcast the other day. Uh, might have been The Amazing Seller. might have been Helium 10's podcast. I don't remember which. Uh, and they were talking about how if you run a social media promo code of 50% off or more, you can get access to some Amazon traffic that comes from Amazon's affiliate pages. I didn't know that. Uh, that was news to me. So uh, technicians are going to troubleshoot in creative and new ways, and they're going to come up with stuff like that, I think. Algorithm changes. So Amazon's search algorithm has changed two times, maybe three times in the past year alone. Uh, they claim they don't index A-plus content. 
and a marketer is going to probably accept that at face value. A technician is going to be like, mm, let's test it. Let's see what happens. Let me put some Spanish behind this photo's alt text and see if it indexes. And guess what? That's exactly what we did. And Amazon's big fat liar totally indexes. And I know that A-plus content indexes because we've tested it. We put Spanish behind it. That's what a technician's going to do. And when you're looking for Waldo, you got to try off-the-wall things you haven't done before. Um, ad management, typically a, a pretty standard marketer aspect has become way more technical because now you're, it, it's more equation-based. It's managing ACOS and tacos. You know, a marketer probably will go out and, and uh, hire for a technician to run it and then they'll give them the criteria and they figure out what to do and say, hey, draw budgets and traffic up and down. Their marketer is going to be way better at budget management in my opinion. Uh, they're, they're more prone to be P&L focused, profit and loss focused, but a technician is going to be better at hitting the ACOS goal, the advertising cost of spend goal. You tell them, hey, here's the line in the sand, can't go above 35%, whatever it might be. Technician is going to hit that because it's a technical component. Uh, the marketer will be like, well, you know, I just want to get my traffic numbers. And if I don't hit my traffic, then I can't hit my top line sales. And you know, it's okay if I go 40% ACOS. A technician is going to know, I'm going to find a way to get that down to 35%. And they're going to, they'll, they'll, they'll hack it until they figure it out. Um, <clears throat> all right. So what happens if you have a, a problem or a task and you can't get something done? What do you do? Well, a technician is going to go in there and say, I'm going to ticket this. I'm going to research, research, test, 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 and probably throw in another five tickets. Today, running your Amazon business, if you're not filing uh, a ticket every single day on Amazon, you're probably not running it correctly. There are many, many things you need to, to file tickets for, whether it's setting a vanity URL for your brand store, whether it's clawing back refunds because Amazon uh, screwed you over on the check-in and lost one of your pallets, whatever it might be. And by the way, let me give you a quick plug. Here's a great tool uh, called My Refund Guy. We'll put a link in the description. And if you don't have a service in place that automatically claws back money from Amazon because they owe you thousands of dollars uh, that you need to go claw back, this is a great automated tool. It's a 25% commission-based service, no upfront costs. So if you don't have anything to claw back, there's no cost. But if you do, we'll fight tooth and nail, ticket by ticket, until we get all that money clawed back for you. So uh, myrefundguy.com, uh, A-B testing. Let's talk about that next. So I'll grant you a marketer's going to be conceptually familiar with the concept of A-B testing. But if you, if you asked a marketer, give me a list of everything you can A-B test, and you asked a technician, give me a list of everything you can A-B test, I bet you the technician will come up with a bigger list and probably some better things to test. So things that you could test or A-B test in A-plus content, for example, could be color, photo, uh, lifestyle versus product-based photography. You could be testing lots of copy versus a little bit of copy. Uh, and you could test the modules. I bet the technician will come up with way more modular uh, considerations. And they're going to say, hey, why don't we order this differently? Because that's how a technician thinks. A marketer is not going to think ordering will matter. They're just going to think content good. Um, so things are constantly changing on Amazon and you got to be up with the times, lots and lots of things you have to be 
constantly looking out for whether it's an algorithm update or on Monday, I covered this in my Monday podcast where I talked about how they just announced fee changes for uh, multi-channel uh, fulfillment. They also just announced uh, fee reductions and changes to uh, destroying inventory or removing it. A lot of things to keep up with. And a technician is going to be like, oh, okay, here's how we pivot. And a marketer is going to be like, oh, more change. I just want to get my traffic this, this month. So, so that's kind of conceptually how I, I differentiate between the two. All right, launching new marketplaces. If you haven't launched uh, eBay yet, go launch eBay. Go launch Walmart. If you've got a product that's good for Howes, get it up on Howes. If you've got a product that could do good on Etsy, go launch it on Etsy. And by the way, I've seen some random corporate products on Etsy. They still sell. I mean, it's not going to be a multi-thousand dollar you know, marketplace for you, but if it's gifty, uh, check it out not too much trouble to map your inventory and map your products across all these different marketplaces. Reporting. Uh, a technician is very good with plugging and playing numbers. Here's your report for this week, plug and play. Now I will grant you a marketer will probably interpret the data better. Um, they will say, Hey, traffic's up. And I think it's because of X, Y, Z reason. A technician probably won't be as good at that aspect. They probably will be good if you say, hey, traffic's up. I want you to go troubleshoot this or, hey, traffic's down. Go figure out why. I think that if you ask them the question, they'll go look at it. I don't think they'll come up with the question on their own. They don't, I wouldn't necessarily say they're great at reading uh, reports per se, uh, unless it's part of the job description. So it might be a little weaker in that area. Uh, Europe, VAT, taxes, customs, imports. These are all jigsaw puzzles to go solve. They're all Waldos to go find. Really difficult stuff. Let's throw a couple more in here and then we'll wrap it up. So converting inventory to MFN uh, to, or FBA, flipping it back and forth. Very technical component. And here's a great tip, by the way. If you have FBA inventory, go duplicate your SKUs so you've got a copy of them on the same ASIN. You're not making new ASIN listings. You're just putting the same ASIN on two SKUs and have one SKU be merchant fulfilled and the other be FBA. And why would I do this? Because if your FBA stocks out, your merchant fulfilled kicks in. Now, mind you, if you're doing FBA correctly, you got a 60-day supply at all times and you don't have to worry about stockouts. But a, but a great technical scalable solution just in case. Maybe you're in that Christmas season in Q4 coming up. Uh, later this year and your FBA stocks out because you thought, well, we're going to sell 500 units, but then you sold 600. Well, good thing you had that MFN on because you're still going to get some sales. Great thing to have in place. Uh, finally, uh, a lot of, actually, I guess I have a few more to go through here. So LastPass, uh, people who are technical are more likely to be um, using technical tools like LastPass because they have to have all their logins for all these portals they log into. They're going to be more familiar with communication channels, whether it's Google Hangouts, Skype, Slack. Uh, they're going to be more comfortable with hybrid solutions, whether you have Vendor Central or Seller, solution, uh, seller Central. Um, they're going to be able to figure out how to program multi-channel fulfillment orders. And they're going to be better at setting up technology, whatever it is. So that's my that's my uh, my podcast today on, on trying to hit on hiring for technicians instead of hiring for for marketers and i hope you enjoyed it please go tell three people about our podcast we just yesterday got up on apple podcasts and today 
We're now part of Google Podcasts, so you can subscribe to us on multiple locations. And we hope you do so. Feel free to leave us some comments, reviews. Let us know what you'd like us to cover on one of these podcasts. We'd be happy to do so. This is Stephen Pope with My Amazon Guy.